Today's episode is brought to you by Factor. Factor is going to get you eating real good. Also, today, we're brought to you by Me Undies. Me Undies are the undies that I have on me and that I had on stage while we did this live show. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghost and Friend Dogs. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> Oh, hello. Two, three beer, two, four beer. There's a lot of white pieces of paper. Are we being served tonight? What's happening? What's going on? Oh, are those posters, amazing posters that are for sale right now? Right back there, along with blankets that are hopefully sold out, wink. Wait, hold on, how can I buy one of those blankets? Literally stand up and walk around the corner. All right. <laughs> no, not right now. All right, well, welcome to my one-man show. Called Regrets. I've got a lot of them, folks. What is, do you have sunglasses? Are you, help me tonight. I'm gonna need all your help. This is about to be rough. This is about to be. I had to get my sunglasses, shit's bright. For those of you who aren't aware, our dear friend, Crendor here, bumped his head. And he's been talking about it for the last four weeks. And now he has his uh, sunglasses on because he's afraid brightness will hurt him. He's right. He's right. right? Shut up! Yeah. No one asked you. Oh, I'm in the front row. I have a privilege. No, you don't. Are you a doctor? There you go. He's had concussions. He's practically a Plural. doctor. Plural! It clearly hasn't helped. Oh, whoa, whoa, you both have sun? You like sunglasses. Dude, look at that. Damn. Question, do we look better with shades on? Yeah. You, you can't. Thank you, Mom. Yeah, but he would be cooler with sunglasses. I would be cooler with sunglasses. Everyone yeah. would be. If we all wore sunglasses tonight, this would be a cooler show. Yeah. 25% cooler. Okay, well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Cox and Crendor Live. Shout out to Woo. the one guy who was like, I'm starting this cheer, and you saved us. That could have been awkward, my man. That could have been real weird. Like, welcome, cricket, cricket. Uh, there's something I like to do before we start every show. Uh, I just want to see who's in the audience tonight. Uh, how many of you have been to one of these before? And how many of you, oh, oh boy, how many of you, this is your first time? Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. And hold on, hold on, what's that sign say? I am your son, Jesse. Four Cox and Crendor from Moon Phase Guy, AKA, AKA does Crendor? Oh no! 
What is this? What is this? Do what you want with it if you want it. What do you mean, do is what this I like want? like anthrax or something? Do what you want with it. Okay, cool. All right, hold on, I'll be back. <laughs> what the hell is happening tonight? Okay, so back to our little opening bit. Uh, how many of you who are new were brought here by someone else? <laughs> Lovely, Lo oh great, great, great. Keep those hands up, keep those hands up. How many of you who have your hand up have absolutely no clue what this is? All right, I, I, I respect it. I respect it. Again, my apologies. It's gonna be a rough hour and a half. I'm so sorry. You're gonna be like, what? You're gonna look at the person who brought you, question them a little bit. My apologies. Yeah, especially you front row guy, good luck. <laughs> I'm gonna harass you all night. Sometimes I question why I'm even here. You've left twice, so yeah, I get it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I gotta alternate. It's weird, when you put the sunglasses on, it's still bright, but it's like, it's a little different, you know? In what way? In what way, dear friend? <laughs> it becomes more, well, like, half the audience just like, at first you can kind of see them. Now I can't see anything but, like, the front row. But it's kind of like when you're, you know, at night when people got really bright headlights? Like the crazy headlights, like where they're seeing into the next dimension. It's like that, but you can kind of withstand it. How do you think people drive at night? Terribly. <laughs> <laughs> Was that you? <laughs> Probably. What do you... <laughs> I didn't even do anything. You know what? Fine. Fine. It's happening tonight. This is the show from now on. What? You're still there? <laughs> God damn it. Well, that doesn't help. Besides, I wanted this half to see me too. Well, I Mostly because so. I think I see one dude's dad, and I'm going to try my hardest to get you tonight. I'm going to make you laugh, so help me God. I'm getting you. I'm getting you. It's happening. You and me, mister. It's, gonna, it's going down. You and me. I'm going to get a chuckle, a chortle, a guffaw, something. How would you describe this show thing? How would I describe this show? That's a, you know what? Great question. I ask instead, can anyone in the audience describe this show to the people who are new? No, 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 no. That's Seinfeld. <laughs> What is this show about? Alright, so I heard three words. I, you know what, I like car talk, so that's, that's fine. Uh, except we give you no advice on how to repair cars. I, hold on, I heard, I heard two dudes, what? Two dudes being guys, that's good. That's I true. also heard chaotic, and then I also heard erotic. All true. <laughs> That is something I cannot live up to tonight. I'm so sorry. But uh, yeah, I guess that's a way to, how would you describe it? Really, it was just like, we were playing video games 10 years ago. And then we were just like, it's just fun talking. What if we just made a podcast? But that was before everybody had a podcast. So we were kind of like. We're the first. Yeah, ever. we were really the first. We're really the first. First podcasters ever. 
Ever. Ever. The first people to sit in front of a microphone and talk to each other in the yeah. history of the medium. In fact, this would be episode 399. This is. This is. Yeah. If the recording goes well. Yeah. It might be the lost episode. Mm -hmm. In which case, congratulations, you got to see it. No. Yeah. Yeah, and if uh, not, hey, to everyone listening at home, you missed out on a good time, hopefully, and uh, everyone here was doing great, and they were all really attracted to me, but not in like a friendly way, but in a very sexual way. I heard some of them stop cheering. Mm, I heard it. I don't blame. I heard it. I heard it. I didn't like it. Just the, the guys cheered louder that last one. Are you kidding me? Y'all out of your mind. You're crazy tonight. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> thank you again for coming. Uh, thank you for braving the, like, I came from LA and I landed at 105 degrees. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it was crazy. But uh, how many of now. you live in Chicago? Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa. How many of you live in the Midwest? Where the hell did the rest of you come from? <laughs> I'm going to say you paid too much for this experience. Way too much. I would never. I would have been like, nah, I'm all right. I can listen to these guys for free. If you waited a few days, you could have heard the whole thing. How many people are from outside America? Well, hold on. Yes, outside America? Oh, get out of here. Okay, how, many, how about non-Canadian? I drove 20 minutes. Get out of here. The Philippines? Philippines? Hold on, but do you live in the States? Yeah, we even like uh, even French guy who's here. We can't. He lives here. Yeah. Yeah. French guy's here. Raise your hand, Frenchie. Where are you there at, my dude? Hey! I love that man. I love it. Hold French on, guy question. has been to every show. Is that a uh, beautiful lady sitting next to you? My man. Every time, it's a different one. <laughs> Not even joking. It is. You okay? You fine? Did you just whisper they're joking, right? Did you just say that? Because we were. We were man, we were totally joking. What an That's upstanding, what beautiful young man that is. <laughs> and totally not my dog. <laughs> for everyone else, thanks for making the trip. We'll try to make this night fun. Thank and you. If, and if it's not, tough shit. <laughs> you already paid for it, baby. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for the show. See <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, uh, it's nice to be back in Chicago. Um, it's nice to see this goober again. Yep. It's nice to hang out. Um, I will say that, hold on, I need to get my phone. I will say, coming up here, while I was at the airport, I knew I was coming to Chicago because, you know how they do announcements with like, passenger call for Cox, uh, your seat upgrade is available or whatever, right? The names they called for my flight to Chicago were the most Chicago names I've ever heard in my life. So I wrote them down. 
The first name they called, Gregoriotti. I was like, that is Chicago as shit. The next name, Dubaninowski. Oh, yeah. That doesn't even sound real. Yeah, sounds like a drunk, like Dubaninowski. And then, Zagorguski was the oh, last yeah, one. Oh, that's, yeah, that's Chicago. And I was like, oh, my goodness, that is great. So I boarded my Chicago flight, and uh, it was me and I guess a bunch of people coming home from, from L.A., all very unimpressed. I don't know if it's a Chicago thing to be unimpressed with L.A., but they were like, just happy to be going home. <laughs> Which, admittedly, living in L.A. That is me every time I visited L.A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> admittedly, it's not great. And so they were just like, Ugh, just happy to be on the plane. The flight attendants were happy to get out of there. Everyone was trying to leave. It was lovely. Then we landed and people were like, should have stayed in L.A. My fault, it's so hot. It was like too many degrees outside. It has been a hundred and like forever. It's all them, that bread they're making for the like uh, beef sandwiches and shit. Yeah, how do you like yours? Do you like a dip? Or do you like extra dip? I, uh, there you I, go. Like, I don't know that I like it wet. <laughs> like it needs to be manageable. Well, calm down, ma'am. <laughs> I'm talking about sandwiches, not later tonight. I know that Toast is in the audience, and I know she's frowning at that right now. Yeah. I know she's like, mm-mm. I'm frowning at that right now. <laughs> Put my sunglasses. Uh, no, I... I like it uh, damp. Yep. But mostly peppery. Like, F me up with spiciness. Like hot pepper, yeah. Yeah, 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 like hot, like... I can't look at you when you have those shades on, it's weird. <laughs> But like hot peppers, like hot spicy peppers. Yeah, the Jardiner. The Giordano? No, that's the deep dish. <laughs> what is the deep dish? Giordano's. But it's like the subpar deep dish. Well, yeah, here yeah. we are. You got, there's only two deep dish. You got Pequod, you got Luz. That's it. You got two. What is Scotty's? Scotty's is like oh, some guy's on. kitchen. Okay. What? I like going to Scotty's. He's my friend. <laughs> he makes a good deep dish. He's better than everyone else. <laughs> Wait, so what's the difference between them? What, the ones I mentioned? Sure, I don't know. Well, those are the good ones. And then Giordano. The, the crust is just... I don't like the crust. What is that? Is it just like cooked the edge? I love when my pizza's burnt. Well, they burn the cheese at Pequod. I they love like... when my cheese is burnt. Well, you got to taste it. Thank God all the other out-of-towners are like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. They don't about. know what they're talking about. Meanwhile, everyone in Chicago's like, no, bro, you got to have the edge burnt. If it's not a little bit too charred and doesn't scratch the roof of your mouth going down, what are you even eating? Yeah. It's flavor? <laughs> yeah, all right. Sure. I'll buy in. Are you filming this illegally? Ma'am, are you filming this illegally? Are you going to put this on the internet? Please do, actually. That would help a bunch. That would help a lot, yeah. Yeah. I caught you. I caught you over there. You, you just... 
Deuces, hater. You were like, bye, idiot. This crowd is aggressive. <laughs> All right, well, fine. At least I know what we're working with. All right, good, good, good. Anyway, yep. so now that we've talked about pizza, mm -hmm. that's fun. Um, we had we had an all right time, hanging out, being stupid, right? Yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was all right. It was okay. We did not go to IKEA. No, I'm no. so sorry. You went to IKEA the other the other time. Yeah, we've been to IKEA before. I don't think it's changed. It's still a maze. I still hate it, and they still have meatballs. What is the difference? Did, were you also the guy who was like, and the char on the pizza's great? I like my pizza charred and my meatballs from furniture stores. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Everyone has their own thing. But uh, no, instead we went to an art museum. The Art Institute. Yes. Yeah. And uh, our objective was to see as many sassy baby Jesuses as possible. There's a lot. And there's a lot of sassy baby Jesuses. Because then you realize that, like, 15th, 16th, 13th century artists always painted babies as, like, little tiny people. Their expressions are so sassy. They have such hot goss. They're just like, let me tell you some shit. Like, whoa, all right. All the cherubs or whatever they're called. Oh, yeah. We uh, discovered a weird trend in art, especially medieval art, where cherubs are busy staring at exactly one boob. <laughs> Next time you're at the museum, go look. Every time, and we looked this up. Yeah. Because we were like, why does all the art have exactly one boob out? We're like, what's that about? Apparently, it's supposed to be like a sign of your prosperity. Mostly to be like, hey, someone else nursed my kids, and so my boobs are flawless. <laughs> Is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. And, and showing one is cool, two, mm, gross. Yeah. And so all the art has all these cherubs flying around in them. And if you look, almost all the cherubs are like putting on their air brakes when they see a boob and they're like, <laughs> every single time. I'm telling you, go there, take some time, go to the museum, go to the institute. Yeah. It's called art, sir. It's a refined hobby for the elite. I don't know why. I don't know what the point is. Yeah. But I guess I relate to those cherubs is what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. If I was on my delivery to bring, I guess, arrows to the Cupid, right? I, I don't know. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, so the, it was like the Japanese art. With like the oh, crazy. yeah. We saw all the demons. We realized that every demon I kind of like. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that guy, I kind of get him. I kind of get what he's about. My favorite one is when you first walk in, like right on the right, there's this thing called something's 100 demons. And it's 100 demons. This guy was going to sit down and create 100 of the greatest Japanese demons you've ever seen. And he got to five and quit. <laughs> That's my favorite piece of art trivia. I'm like, that's amazing. That dude was everyone. He's like, all right, I'm gonna do all 100. I'm, a, I'm good. I'm not gonna do better than this one. 
Yeah, it was great. And then we found one scroll that was all these demons that look like everyone on Crendor's Blood Bowl team. Yeah. They were having was a parade. All, yeah. It was yeah. like a little parade of little impish demons, but they all looked like little lizard men. I was like, this is great. I that love great. this. Yeah, I loved I it. I kept thinking while we were talking, because we were, we were discussing what we were seeing. It was an yeah, art exhibit. As you would with art. Right. So we were talking amongst ourselves, but not in any way that a probably real art appreciator would. Yeah. We were like, damn, look at this guy. What do you think he does with that sword? <laughs> you think that guy like pokes this other demon in the ass with that sword? What's he doing with that? <laughs> but then you also had like the actual art people. They were just like standing there like, hmm. Yeah. They're just like saying nothing, and then you hear us being like, "That guy's cool as shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's or there'd one... be the uh, the people there. There's like a couple, but you could tell one was really into art, and yeah. one was not into art yes. at all. I've discovered there are only three groups of people at art galleries: one, families or people dragged along by someone who's really into art; two, a couple where either, and it's most likely the the like. I don't know, I said like the artsy lady in the, in the, drags along their significant other who is dressed in like t-shirts and her jeans. And then the last one, the lone art guy who's just hoping he's gonna meet the lone art girl. <laughs> Fall in love. And he dresses like a guy who's never gonna meet anyone ever, ever. <laughs> and he just sits there like, hmm, hmm. How long am I have to stay here looking at this until someone comes up and asks me what I think? <laughs> and it's uh, it's cute. It's I cute. I don't know about that. Yeah, we didn't it's do that. Something. We were like, hey, look at that guy. <laughs> Damn, Jesus is ripped over to that one. <laughs> we were like, oh man, they uh, a lot. They have a whole section that's like stone statues of, uh, God. It wasn't Vishnu. Who was it? Aloy? <laughs> I wish. No, but it, was, it wasn't It was Shiva either. It was it some, Ganesh. It wasn't Ganesh. There was a Ganesh. It was someone else, and they were like, it was the one where we walked by and were like, damn, that statue has an ass. Oh, yeah. You know, there's yeah. a statue that's like sitting down, but her butt cheeks are kind of hanging over the stand. And we're like, yeah. who crafted that? Was it weird when he crafted that? All the other artisans in the village be like, what is that man doing? He's just chiseling away. <laughs> I have to make it perfect. It just seems weird to me. I appreciate bit, yeah. it, though. It's the one I noticed. <laughs> that guy was like, in several hundred years, this is going to be the talk of the exhibit. Then they had the, uh, like the medieval armor and stuff. But they used to, the knights, they never had like a cup. You know? Yes. So, like, they were all decked out, but then they just get stabbed in the dick. Yeah. The <laughs> so it was just... The entire time, that's the conversation we were having. We were yeah. like, yo, if I had a sword, i just, like, aim down. Yeah. Because, like, outside of that, that's scary as shit. Yeah. It's like the year, like, 1400, and some, like, giants coming in all, like, decked out in armor and a sword, but you're just like, boom. You know? Right? Yeah. Yeah, and then Toast was like, well, they ride horses, and that's so they, you know, and I was like, all right, but if I knock you off my horse... Or off your horse, I'm, put, I'm stabbing you in the dick. Number one. That's my plan. Number one plan. And then we're done. What? The honor? That's why I'm a black knight, dude. 
I roll up, stab you in the dick, and roll out. <laughs> yeah, you know, the old dick twist. That's it. That's, that's... I, they would fear me throughout the land. They would develop metal cups just for me. That's why my last name is Cox. Yeah, you would have been like Jack my the Ripper. People, yeah, my people started that way. Yeah, you're like Jack the Ripper. <laughs> like, but of like medieval dong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they tell their kids stories of me in the night. You better wear your metal cup or else Jesse the Ripper will get you. Jesse the Cox will come for you. And that'll be it. Hold on, what's going on with you two? Are you two standing over there? Just standing? Wow. Are you... Unbelievable. Hold on, hold on. I gotta find you a seat. I don't want you to sit. There's two chairs right there. There's two chairs right here. There's two chairs right there. Come on, come sit down. I don't want you standing for this entire thing. You're gonna hate me by the end of this. Yeah, imagine standing through all this. Yeah. You would hate us. That would suck. Yeah. Hey, thank you for, thank you. Thank you for making seats for them. That's beautiful. Thank you. If there's anyone else we missed back there who's standing, I guess, tough shit. I don't know. You should have stood in the light. At a certain point, I can no longer see you. So all of you about halfway could be flipping me off right now. It would be deserved. All right, yep. now I see it. Never mind. <laughs> Your fleshy white skin in the, in the dark. <laughs> like a ghost that flips me off. I don't like it. All right, anyway. I think the weirdest part of the art museum is contemporary art. Because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it mostly seems like something someone convinced a friend to hang. Yeah. It's we literally just object. It was like a chair. Yeah, we did get to one point where it was literally like an Ikea catalog. There was a chair. It was like shit at a garage sale. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is like $8 million. But that also, that also started in the sort of 1800s area where it was just chairs my grandmother had. Right. Then you gotta build it. It was like we were there, but we paid for the experience. Yeah. So that was that was cute. Yeah. Um, what else? What else did we experience? At the art museum. You want to think an art museum is cool, but like, did anything fun happen? It's more just like you know, you're just experiencing the past, man. <laughs> uh, well, before I went, I did meet them at a Starbucks across the street, and that was oh, fun. Yeah. The Starbucks across the street was good, because that place... What's my Starbucks drink? Uh, I'm very basic. It's just a vanilla latte, grande, simple. I'm not like That's not a, simple. It's very simple. I'm not like, give me a half-calf mocha frap whip with a double twirl and a twist and one drop of a tear of an elephant that was caught in Uganda, and then also pour that in a venti cup and fill it with ice, but that ice is also chipped. And I want one of the workers to chip that ice and then throw it in the microwave. Like, I don't make that order. I don't do that. Yeah, but I'm just like... Oh, and then I want caramel on the side. I get dark roast. Yeah, okay, you get coffee. No, you, you shouldn't even go to Starbucks. You just make it yourself. It's a coffee place. That's like the most pure form of coffee. I guarantee you it's not. It, I promise you it's not the most pure Oh, there's going to be like some art guy. It's like pure coffee is what I ingest. <laughs> Probably at the art museum. Yeah, 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 at the art museum. So while I was there, I was waiting, and I'm convinced this Starbucks must be the most chaotic Starbucks in the world. I don't understand it. 
I don't know why communication was so hard. I couldn't explain it to you. But I will say that it was great, and I wrote down a bunch of stuff. Okay, first off, I feel bad for these workers. All right, so a family of six, first off, is in front of me in line. Very sweet. You know, I love families. Do you? <laughs> Lo big fan. Big fan of little rugrats running around. So they were trying to order, and the uh, littlest child who was there the entire time was like, I want a kitten cake pop. I said K-pop. Call me Blackpink. Anyway, so mom's like, okay, I'll get you, I'll get you a kitten K-pop, but I got to get the other orders first. She's going through the orders. She's doing this stuff. And then she goes, can I have a kitten cake pop? And the guy there goes, um, do we have any kitten cake pops? And it's very clearly they have a kitten cake pops. They have the thing, and the, guy, and the other guy's like, uh, actually it's not a kitten, it's an owl. <laughs> and the guy goes, uh, well, we don't have kitten cake, cop, cake pops, we have an owl. And the girl loses her mind. She's like, I want a kitten. And the mom's like, can we have one wink kitten cake pop? And the girl goes, no, it's an owl. Meanwhile, a line is forming behind us, and I'm just like, I just want my drink. She's like, it's an owl, mom. So the guy's like, well, it's the, it's, the exact, it's the exact same. On the inside, it's the exact same. And I thought we were about to get like a valuable life lesson for this kid. Like, it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, whether you're an owl or a kitten, on the inside, you're cake. <laughs> but no, no, she... She looks, she looks at the owl, frowns and goes, I'll have cookies and cream. She gave up because it wasn't a kitten? What was she gonna do? She was gonna eat it. I don't understand. I couldn't figure it out, but I was like, all right, kids, this is why I will never have any. And I moved on with my life. Then the next, the next person was the guy after me. So while I'm waiting, sitting there, just taking my time, and this guy walks up. He's like, yeah, uh, can I get a hot latte? No flavor, I'm all right. And so the woman goes, okay, yeah, um, latte. Do you want that warm? And the guy goes, huh? She goes, do you want it warm? The guy goes, what? She goes, do you want it hot? And he looks at her. And she goes, did you want it hot? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I said, uh, uh, sorry, hot, hot, hot latte. She goes, okay, one hot latte coming up. What do you think he got? <laughs> one iced latte. <laughs> they had a real ass conversation and none of them comprehended what the other person said. But then again, communication in this place, I think was terrible, I don't know why, because the best one of the night. So I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for them to arrive. And this woman comes in off the street. Uh, first off, gorgeous. Second off, she goes up to the counter. It's like, hey, can I use the bathroom really quick? Guy's like, yeah, yeah. Number's five, four, three, two, one. And I laugh, because I'm sitting right next to it. And I go, yeah, that's a really secure bathroom. And then the woman, she laughs, and then goes into the, to the back to the bathroom. And I watch her. She's fiddling, she's fiddling with it. She can't get it to open. So she comes back up. 
She goes, I'm sorry, what, uh, do you have to press pound or star or something to get in? And the woman behind the counter's like, nope, nope, it's just five, four, three, two, one. She looks at her and goes, oh, five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Again, I don't think, I don't know if it's the acoustics in this building. I don't know what's going on in that Starbucks, but nobody understood anybody. It was crazy. Yeah, and then this guy was like, hey, we're gonna go get dinner. Um, I'm gonna take you to see the bean. <laughs> don't woo that, the bean's behind well, a fence. They put the bean behind a fence. There's like security everywhere. Even the bean's under construction. Yeah. You know what, now that I realize it, I think it might just be all of Chicago has a communication issue. Because when we were at the Bean, there was a woman who definitely was like Russian trophy bride and her oh, husband, yeah. and they were like, we'd like to get through uh, to go get some photos. And the guy's like, it opens at six. She's like, okay, but can we get through? He's like, it's uh, 5.30, it opens at six. She's like, okay, but can we get through? And then they walked away all pissy. They're like, I can't believe it won't let us through. It said six. <laughs> I can't, you know, I got, I, I don't know what's going on, but I feel like one time is enough. I still said that there should, you know how there's like mandatory military service? There should be mandatory retail service. <laughs> yes. At yes. least one month. That's all you need, one month. Yeah. One month is enough to break anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I worked at Circuit City back in the day for like two weeks, and that was it. That was the worst. I keep forgetting that your retail experience wasn't like, I was there for three and a half years. It was two weeks, then you gave up. I, no, it was liquidating. It was going out of business. <laughs> Dick Sporting Goods, I gave up. Oh, all right, well. Yeah. Yeah. Circuit City sucked. It was like one this first day, I was the greeter guy. So you just stay in there. Everybody walks in. You go, hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? And then they leave, and you go, have a good day. And that was all you did. And I was like, all right, this is easy. And then one guy came in, and he's like, my laptop is broken. And I was like, oh, I think you can go to the... It was like their geek squad. It was like Fire Dog. And I was like, you go over there. Well, that explains thing. a lot about why it shut down. Listen, whatever. I didn't care. Yeah, Yo, you guys got to go see Fire Dog. That sucks. That's his fault. He bought it there. <laughs> so I was like, all right, you got to go there. So he goes there. Apparently, since they were liquidating... They were shut down. So he was just like, well, how do I get this fixed? And they're like, sorry, sir, you just can't. And so he was like storming out. And I was like, have a nice day. And he was like, fuck you. <laughs> and I was like, you too. <laughs> so that was my first day. Okay. And the second okay. day, this old lady came in. She was like, do you have Kung Fu Panda? Because that was like a new movie then. And I was like, no, we're going out of business so we don't get any new movies. And she was like, I bet Best Buy across the street has Kung Fu Panda. And I was like, I bet they do. They're not going out of business. And then she was like, well, I'm going to take my business there. And I'm like, I don't care. I'll probably go there next week, too. It just blew my mind. It was like, there's no rational thought. Uh, I think the sassiest I ever got was the one lady. She wanted the iPhone, and back then she was like, "What's this? What's the difference between the 18 gig or the 32 gig and the 16 gig?" And I was like, "Well, it's like 16 gigs." And she was like, "Ha ha, very funny." And I was like, "That's the difference." <laughs> like I don't know what she wanted. And I was like, "I can't do this. I need to make videos on YouTube." 
That was, okay, my favorite was then. If anyone were, if anyone's from here, you got Mariano's, right? I worked at Mariano's for one day. And I remember that's when I got my YouTube contract with Machinima, which they tried to screw me over, but I got out of it. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to quit the grocery store, go work there. And I was leaving. They're like, you're quitting already? It's like day one. I'm like, I'm going to work on the internet. And the security guy was like, that's the future. <laughs> he was right. It was the future. That is my favorite part about our stupid job is that everyone who we ever talked to, unless you're here with us, and maybe even some of you here, are just like, I don't know what you do. I don't know even how my parents don't know what I do still. My parents gave up. They no longer care. They're like, as long as you can afford to live, we don't care what you do, which is worrying. Because I feel like they'd be okay with anything at that point. I've killed people, Mom. Like, all right, well, as long as you're getting paid to do it. They'd be all right with that. Yeah, right? Agreed. I'm thankful for it. A little worrying. They probably helped me bury bodies, but like, they yeah. complain the entire time. Yeah. You should be doing this yourself. When are you giving us grain, kids? <laughs> it never ends. It never ends. They're just like, Uncle Wormy is doing great. If I, one day I'll bring him and it'll just be a whole show of him. Yeah. I'll be like, Dad, microphone's yours, talk. Here's the problem. He'd say some shit that would get us all canceled. <laughs> Everyone, and he wouldn't think about it. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, it wouldn't like cross his mind. He would just be like, I, I, got, I heard a funny joke in 1974. <laughs> and that'll be it. And we're done. You, me, everyone canceled. Bottom lounge going down. Everyone canceled. There's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. We were filming a thing uh, for the Final Fantasy XIV like, video we made, oh, my parents. And there is like 30 executives, like a film crew. And it was literally just like, talk with your parents about the game, do this thing. And it was, it was fine. My mom fully bought in. She didn't know shit, but she was bought in. She was like, wow, I love it. My dad would look directly at camera and say the craziest shit you've ever heard. It would just, the best part was, is one of the characters is just like a dude with long hair. But the entire time he'd be like, I like her. I'd be like, she's really like tough. I'm like dad, again, that's just, that's just a guy with long hair. And he would just be like, wow, her weapon's really cool. Like, dad. In Final Fantasy, Krendor's like uh, one of those Moogles. Yeah, Krendor's like, like a straight up a Moogle, just like, like an injured Moogle. Yeah, just like a Moogle who's like had a rough day. That's every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, that explains why you went to the internet because you couldn't do anything. I don't know what I'd do without the internet. I'd be dead. I don't think you'd be dead. I think you'd work at like. The IT department for a hospital. Exactly, I'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure, sure. I'd probably still be a teacher. I don't know if you would. <laughs> I would. Uh, okay. I have a problem where when I commit to something, I stick with it far too long, to the point where I probably should have walked away a long time ago. 
And right. it's only because they laid us all off as teachers did I even not have a job to do this. That's Otherwise, true. I would have been like, I'm back, baby. Who's ready for day one of school? This is also the guy where I said, what would you do if YouTube just stopped and you couldn't do it anymore? He's like, oh, I'd walk into the ocean. I'd let the tide take me and I'd die. Yeah, look, to all the teachers out there, to all the teachers, thank you. You are... Having done your job, uh, wow, does it suck. And uh, you get no appreciation whatsoever, so hey. How many teachers are out there? Oh, professor doesn't count. <laughs> That's like seven. Yeah, people want to like show up to class for that one. Eh, get out of here. Unless you're like, I don't know, the hardest biology class. Are you chemistry? What are you? What? What are you? Hold on, what are you? Accounting? Accounting? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Didn't you choose to go into that? Actually, I wanted to be in earth sciences, but then I showed up for work one day and they said, you're in accounting. <laughs> earth sciences. I really like dirt. That's my favorite, I'm not gonna lie. In school, they were like, yo, all right, so you can take uh, this high level chemistry class or you can take earth sciences. And I was like, what's earth sciences? And they were like, uh, you know, study of rocks and dirt. And I was like, I want that one. Oh yeah, I always did the easy one. Yeah. I remember they were like, you could take a language. And then I tried taking Spanish and I was like failing after three weeks. How so, is that possible? The first week is like, me amo Jesse Cox. <laughs> How's that possible? They were like, me amo Jesse Cox, that's not your name. And then I was like, that, that's oh, true. Geez, you're when right. you took, that's When you took Spanish, they make you pick like a fake name. Yeah. And I was like, well, what's the closest thing to Jesse? My teacher was like, Jesus. And I was like, all right. So I wrote Jesus for a long time. That's <laughs> what it is. I yeah, was like, then, Jesus Cox. They're just like, and yeah, JC yeah. still works. They're like, you could do that, or you could take sports marketing. And I was like, well, I'll take sports marketing. <laughs> so now I know how to market to sports. Wait, what school did you go to? Like, all right, you can either learn a language. <laughs> Or sports marketing. That was just high school. We had, we had the choices of Spanish, French, German, and Latin. And almost everyone took Spanish. A few of like the weirder kids took German. Every girl took French. Except for the one guy who was smart and showed up in that class. That man figured it out. He cracked the code. We were like, man, French must suck, dude, with all those girls that class with you. And he was like, yeah, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> we were like, yeah, what an idiot. We're going to Spanish. Puedo ir al baño, baby. Right? Me llamo Jesse Cox. Yeah. And then there were like 12 kids who were full on Latin. And I don't know what happened to them, but I imagine yeah, they- they're all here. <laughs> They showed up tonight. It's so nice to see you all again. It's been so long for this class reunion. Yeah, I don't know what happened to those kids. I imagine they run the Illuminati now. 100%. Yeah, they, they're the heads of the world government. <laughs> Secretly controlling everything because they learn Latin. That's what happens. That's what happens. That's all I learned about. I have no idea I couldn't speak any Latin at all. Except for like something that I saw in a movie once probably. Yep. Did you just yep me? 
I got nothing. All right, no, no, no. The fact that you say you have nothing means it is the time of the show <clears throat> where I give Crendor exactly five minutes to himself. Yeah! Dude, sick. To talk about whatever he wants to talk about with no help from me whatsoever. And if you want to help him, you can, but you're on your own. This is where he goes to the bathroom. Never mind. Oh, no. um, I'm right here. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, last time I did this, I just did Seinfeld, so I can't do that again. But I could. <laughs> the envelope. Oh, the envelope from the moon? All right. all right, screw it. I'll get the envelope. If I wasn't here, this would be an empty-ass stage. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The worst part is, see, he walked off stage, didn't like do a little hustle. I watched him stop, slowly walk. He's also rubbing his neck like, oh, this is so tough. This is the hardest thing I've ever done. I rub my neck because I have neck pain. <laughs> Which two shows ago, I couldn't even turn my neck because I like, it was terrible. The envelope, like please. <laughs> oh, jeez. You worked hard on this? We'll try not to let you down. Right. Two weeks? This is two weeks? I've never worked two weeks hard on anything. All right. Oh, is this a bit? Are we doing like a thing? All right. We have Times Crendor mentioned the moon phase out of 398 episodes. <laughs> Uh, I mentioned it 134 times, which is 34%. Let's be real. You didn't mention it. The weather machine mentioned it. Some of those times. Some of those times. <laughs> then we okay. have which moon phase is mentioned. Waxing gibbous was 20%. Waxing think crescent was 20%. Waning gibbous was 24%. First quarter, 5%. Waning Crescent, 16%. New Moon, 6%. Yeah! La <laughs> That's a new moon Get fan. out of here, Twilight fan. <laughs> Last quarter, 3%. Full Moon, 6%. Yeah. Do you think you just like saying the word gibbous a lot? Yeah. Gibbous is a good word. That is I think almost of like, half of what you said. It's kind of like giblets, like the turkey, you know? What the shit is this? This? You can't give us this. This is a full-on spreadsheet. <laughs> this is every weather location we've done. Every single... Seriously, someone needs to put this in, like, some AI chatbot. <laughs> Figure out what the hell we've actually been doing for the last... I stamped it all, too. It's true, he timestamped it. Do you just want to do this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm not going to do that, but would you do it for free? Why do you think I comment every week? It's true. 
Nice. It's got... Thank you. And then the last page just says, no, my day is ruined since they skipped the moon phase. Every time they skip, I get really disappointed. I haven't forgotten. In fact, I can prove it. I haven't forgotten since episode 327. Wait, no, 360. How? How did you do that? <laughs> that you're going to hear from our lawyers. I'm going to need uh, someone to carry this man out. He's trouble. What a troublemaker. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, good to know. Good to know. We didn't talk about family feud. Oh, no. So, if you're wondering, man, what do these two crazy guys do when they get together? Probably wild. Don't do that. Don't put those sunglasses on. <laughs> I was about to say probably wild orgies, and I looked at this man and was embarrassed to say it. Yeah. Like, nah, I'm a, no. Anyway, so, if you're wondering what do these guys do, last night till far too late, it's like two hours. <laughs> we watched Family Feud. Yeah. And uh, the best moment of the night. There are a few best moments. Yeah, of course, Steve Harvey. Um, but the, uh, the, there was this one woman in this lovely, well, God, there were a lot of moments. There was yep. one family that might have been the stupidest family I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, they were pretty dumb. They were just like, name a farm animal. And he's like, hyena? No, no, no. It wasn't name a farm animal. It was name a noise a farm animal makes. And the man goes, hyena? <laughs> what the hell? And they're like, how many pairs of underwear does a man buy in a year? And he was like, 40? And then his brother, who was the next guy, goes, 60? What is happening to the underwear in that family? <laughs> that's like, that's like four pairs of underwear a week. Everyone that they soil in them things. That family is dirty. Final score sixty nine. I was like, they're probably happy with that. They showed up in like multicolored tuxes. I was like, they're probably thrilled about that. Uh, there was oh my god, there was one family where. Uh, the entire family, he knew all their names except for one woman. And so every time he'd be like, all right, Trey, my man, it's up to you. What's it going to be? Go to the next person. He's like, all right, Denise, let's hear it. And then he'd go, all right, you. <laughs> Admittedly, I think we all forgot her name because it was like Crixania or something. It was something. Yeah, it was like Crixania or but something. But it wasn't how it looked like. It, it was clearly not Crixania. Yeah. It was like Kendra, but like yeah. it was spelled Krixania. Yeah, it was weird. And so he couldn't remember what it was. So finally at the end, when it's like that final feud thing, it was her and the other and this brother Trey. And so he's like, Trey, my man. By the way, Trey wanted to be a voice actor. Shout out to Trey. He was great. <laughs> he was great. I love Trey. Yeah, he literally like walks up between them. He's like, yeah, and there we go. Here's Trey. He's, yeah, and then here's her. 
It was rough. And the thing is, between commercial breaks, he clearly didn't learn her name. Because when she comes up, he's like, all right, your brother Trey got 193. You only need seven to win. Are you ready, ma'am? And she looks at him and goes, I am, sir. You know, it's about that time where we have to... Oh, the sponsors? <laughs> That's a good point. We need Hold the on. sponsors. Do I have... I got MeUndies on. We're good. That's true. We're good. Shout out to MeUndies. Yes, indeed, live show Jesse. Let's talk MeUndies. Have you ever used your underwear to be a mood setter? Have you ever had a favorite special pair that you, you know, want to feel a bit more lucky? Or maybe you need a nice pair that you might want to show off to someone. Well, MeUndies not only has all the colors and styles, but also everything you need to feel confident, comfortable, or attractive. MeUndies opens up a whole new world for you where every pair can be that one pair for any specific feeling or occasion. You want fancy and fun? You want vibrant? You want bold colors? You want a, you know, a little break? Or maybe you're ready to break a sweat. Their Move Me collection is designed for dynamic movement. Want some downtime? Classic hues offer the ideal comfy vibe. Crendor and I wear ours all the time. As you can hear on the live show, I even flash the audience a little bit of hot bun. And that's that confidence, baby. Me Undies gives me that confidence. I think that day I had on uh, some sort of red number. I looked good. It looked good. Everyone agreed. Don't question it. Because MeUndies Comfort isn't just an option, it's a guarantee. No matter what your day has in store, MeUndies ensures that you're going to feel great from the inside out. Imagine wearing undies or a ballette crafted with the softest, stretchiest, most breathable fabric that feels like a second skin. And there's more. They got loungewears and onesies and socks and all sorts of cozy delights for you to explore. Give it a shot right now. To enjoy a 25% discount on your first order and free standard shipping, Head over to MeUndies.com slash Cox, and here's our promise to you. If you're not completely satisfied, they will refund the whole dang thing. So why wait? Get 25% off your first order at MeUndies.com slash Cox. Also, today we're brought to you by Factor with the busy fall season just around the corner. You might be looking for something wholesome, something convenient, something to, you know, get you through those jam-packed days. Well, Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. And it can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, you'll eat well, and you'll stay on track with a healthy lifestyle. Too busy with your end-of-summer goals to cook, but want to make sure you're eating well with Factor? Skip the extra trip to the grocery store, all the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning, all that stuff. You'll get the nutrition you need, and it's quality nutrition too. I don't know why I said two like that, but I did. Speaking of two... Two minutes is all it takes to get it hot and ready and just get you back to crushing them goals. Speaking of goals, when we were at the live show, I met a beautiful young woman. She had lost, I think she said 100 pounds, 80 pounds, a lot of pounds eating factor. And she got it from this show. I just want to say, if you're out there and you're listening right now, I absolutely love you. Thank you. Your inspiration and, uh, you know, all the hugs and squeezes. Choose from 34-plus weekly flavor-packed, dietitian-approved meals, 
ready to eat in two minutes. Level up with Gourmet Plus options, prepared to perfection by chefs and ready to eat in record time. Treat yourself to upscale meals. If you're running around, it's easy lunch to go stuff. Effortless, wholesome meals that aren't just like, you know, trash. Plus, you're looking around 550 calories or less per serving. And then if you're like me and you like the snacks, over 45 add-ons could be included, like apple cinnamon pancakes or bacon cheddar egg bites or maybe a potato bacon and egg skillet for breakfast if that's your thing. They got juices, wellness shots, smoothies, all sorts of things. Right now, head to factormeals.com slash cox50, that's cox50, C-O-X, and use code C-O-X-5-0 to get 50% off. That's code cox50 at factormeals.com slash cox50 to get that 50% off. Let's go back to the live show. Promo code cox. Uh, no, no. Dude, MeUndies pays us, but they also send us free underwear We get for so free. much. We are those guys who get like, 60 a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is insane. Yeah, those guys were right about us, actually. That's true. That's the best sponsorship. No, but... What? Are you soiling them? You come to my show and accuse me in front of my friend of pooping my pants regularly? How dare you know so much about me? All right, no, no, it's the time of the show where we have to go to Chopped Comments. Yeah, this is the guy with Crendor. Crendor, oh. how's that traffic out there? Oh, boy, traffic out there is great. Right now, I'm flying over a stage, and uh, this is how I normally do this. But it's weird when it's in front of 250 people, and I can see him doing that. <laughs> uh... Man, honestly, it was pretty all right today. The traffic wasn't too bad. I didn't take the 90, though. The 90 is like a construct. You got, like, the seasons are, like, spring, summer, construction, fall, winter. Right now, we're in construction. It's bad all over, so you got to watch out. So, uh, back to you. Thanks, Crendor. Yeah. Now it's his time. Let's go to Crendor for the weather. All right, hold on. Hold, they so want Wappy. I got to He's back here. Oh, he's, oh, he's backstage. Yeah, Wappy's backstage. He's yeah. so big, we can't bring him he's out. He's back. He's so big. Yeah, it's like we had to wheel him out, but we forgot the yeah. wheels. Yeah, he's like yeah, it's wild. all the way. Wow, this microphone cord really goes far. <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh, oh, here. Wow, here he is. Come on. Wappy activated. Currently in Chicago, Illinois, 69 degrees. Yeah! Nice. Today, 6.10 a.m. sunrise, 7.33 p.m. sunset, wind 19 miles per hour, humidity 77, dew point. 61, pressure 30.03 inches, UV index zero, mosquito index moderate, hold on, 
You okay back there? No. I cannot find moon face. We need, we need all moon face. Moon face, moon face, moon face, moon face, moon face. Your chants do nothing for my typing search abilities. Why is he typing? It's a robot. I type on the inside. I don't like that at all. Moon face tonight. Yes! Waxing gibbous. Why is it always gibbous? Loading 10 day. Sunday, 70. 2% chance rain. 75 Monday, 80. Tuesday, 70. Wednesday, 74. Thursday, 84. Friday, Saturday, 85. Sunday, 85. Did that robot hiccup? What just happened there? Well, uh, 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 uh. Oh, well, that's it. Yeah, he shut down. Yeah, he shut down. That's crazy. That's a shame. It's a shame. That's crazy. Yeah, that guy, he's not great. Yeah, I don't know. We should really get him repaired. Oh, yeah. Save it for the questions. You can't just shout things at me. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah, then you're going to judge me and be like, mm, not worth it. Yeah. My Virgo's oh, in serious, and it's not true. I don't like him. You all right? No. I'm never all right. Damn. Did you get your head back there? Thank God, no. <laughs> well, good, because it's time for sports. Oh, God, sports. Go Pack Go, dude. Jordan Love. Third straight New York Jets in 20 years Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, let's see. We got some uh, crazy sports. Yo, go Cubs. Playoff run. Okay. I hear the three White Sox fans. There we go. Uh, let's see. We got the Orioles in first. I like the Orioles. Uh, Minnesota in first. <laughs> Seattle in first. Atlanta in first. The Brewers in first. Well, it's not fun if everyone's in first. But the Cubs are four games out. They got a series. Oh, all right, well. Yeah. And then the Dodgers are in first because it's, you know. Yeah. Well, now. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. And it's the final preseason games. I don't For, even know if the Bears are playing, are they? They played today. Oh, they played the Bills, and they lost. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Woo! What's happened in the world of pickleball? Yeah, but they had like... Yeah, do we on. have pickleball updates? Uh, wait, we hold pickleball? on. What's going on in the pro pickleball league? Okay, I'm, professional. I'm the PPA. All right, the PPA. Yeah, professional pickleball currently... Major drama between professional pickleball tours picks back up. Yes. What's right, this drama? Over the weekend, while the leading professional pickleball tour was sweating away holding a major event in Kansas City's heat, and while its erstwhile tour competitor, the Association of Pickleball Players, the APP, 
was visiting Philadelphia for its latest stop. The other major player in the professional realm of sport was making some serious moves. What are their names? Hold on. Do these people have names? Not according to this. Late Thursday night on August 24th, Major League Pickleball, the MLP, announced that it has become (laughs) signing the sport's top players to multi-year guaranteed contracts. Damn. These guaranteed contracts will guarantee massive paydays, six figures annually, cover travel and lodging, provide health care. That's better than I get. (laughs) Uh, Create an off-season for the exhausted players and exclusively tie the players to MLP going forward. It was a massive shot across the bow of primarily the PPA, but also the APP, which also still claims a few perimeter. Don't even name anybody. They don't have, like, LeBron James or, like, anything. There's no LeBron of the PPA. (laughs) There might be. So sorry. However, the Uh, MLP, probably. Dude, this article's, like, way too long. Look up, look, just Google who is the best pickleball player. All right. 2023. Pickleball. So much PPA. Jesse, what's your favorite kind of pickle? Ball. All right, currently the best pickleball players are... Anna Lay Waters, Simone. LA! <laughs> oh. Everyone loves LA. <laughs> I thought somebody knew her. <laughs> Simone LA. Jardine, Catherine Parento, Salome David Z, Sam Query, Andre Descu, Daniel De La Rosa, Jack Sock. These all sound like names made up in like a 1994 <laughs> Capcom game. <laughs> Barry Waddell. <laughs> And Hurricane Tyra Black. Damn. Damn. <laughs> I wonder if she changed her name to Hurricane. Yeah, I wonder if they all have like great names. They call me the Hurricane. Because when I blow through, all the pickleballs are destroyed. I have no idea what that means. I don't know. Is that it? Are those the names? Apparently, Ben Johns is the best pickleball player at the world in the world at 20 years old. At Ben Johns? Ben Johns in Naples, Florida. Something about a guy named Ben Johns from Maple, Florida. It makes sense. Two first names from Florida. (laughs) That's true. Best pickleball player. It all checks out to me. Yeah, all right. Well, that's good to know. What the... Are you still looking? There's two comments on this article. (laughs) Okay, hit me. Hit me. One says, I hate this sport. I am going to pee on all pickleball courts. (laughs) The other one says, it's from Frank, and Frank says, let's have a Frank to Frank talk on how I can become a better pickleballer. Give me some tips. That's it. Do you think, do you think that's his thing like in real life? Where he's like, hey sport, let's have a Frank to Frank talk. That man has no friends. <laughs> Why doesn't he go on there and be like, let me be Frank. That's much better. That's, yeah. that's, that's like much a better. show. He could make his own show on like yeah. ESPN with that. He could do a better podcast than us. Yeah, probably. Let me be frank. My pickleball <laughs> understanding is very slim. I'd listen. I would too. Yeah. That guy gets to the point. He's very frank. And that's sports. All right. Crendor, what is our fact of the day? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, well prepared, eh? Don't worry, we'll wait. (laughs) Okay, good. Uh So how y'all doing? 
Okay, mom, calm down. So rowdy. Have I watched the what? The Great Wall? Have I not told this story? The, okay. Oh, no, he definitely hasn't. Nope. Come on, I knew that answer. All right, we got one. There is gold in your body. I'm rich. There's gold in there. <laughs> yep. We all have a little gold in us. The human body contains 0.2 milligrams of gold, <laughs> which is mostly in our blood. So in a way, we're all carrying around a tiny bit of treasure. <laughs> which is worthless with inflation. <laughs> No, uh, The Great Wall, lovely film, and by which I mean it's not good. Uh, imagine, I think it's Matt Damon, but in China, defending The Great Wall from known invaders, lizard things. What's the one we watched with Nick Cage? Oh, that was the one where Nick Cage and Hayden Christensen were in China being hunted by, because they were, uh... Crusaders. Ah, uh, yeah. And Nick Cage wanted to like have a snake in every scene, so he'd rub himself with a snake. Now that's a movie. The Great Wall, not good. But when we saw The Great Wall, we saw it at this theater. It was like I don't know, late at night, and uh, it's a longer movie than it should be. It's not good. The action's kind of fun, but it's goofy. However, 45 minutes into this film, there might have been 12 people, myself and the group I was with included, an old man comes walking in the front. I'm, I'm, like, I'm not like old, he was in his 60s. I'm not like old 90 plus. And he comes in with a three beers. <laughs> Two, three beer. Two, three beer. Yeah. Sits down in the front row. And the entire time is hooping and hollering like, yeah! <laughs> Woo! And at the... When the credits roll at the end, we're all stunned. We sat through that movie, and this man stands up and is like, <laughs> he's so pleased. And we were just like, who the hell is this guy? What is, what is going on here? So like we usually do after the movie's over, we're standing outside and we're talking about what we just watched and there's a big person in a circle and the old man comes out. And I'm not joking with you. I swear to God it was a mask. I am convinced it was Matt Damon. <laughs> I am convinced he saw this movie by himself, drank three beers, and loved every moment of it. Because when the guy came out, he, like, when he walked in, he was like, barely moving, carrying his three beers. When he walked out, he was like, strutting. His face in the light looked like one of those old man masks you buy like the Halloween store. This was not a real dude. I don't know if this was a goof. I don't know if someone filmed it, but I swear to God it was Matt Damon. It had to have been. There's no other reason this person should exist or have been at that film 45 minutes. The man missed any of the plot. The setup of why Matt Damon is in China, let alone defending the Great Wall against lizard men, is beyond me, but... The rest of that movie was just a fight. And he loved every minute of it. I guess if we had come in 45 minutes late, we probably would have loved that movie too. But uh, yeah, shout out to Matt Damon, wherever he is. 
In fact, he's here with us tonight. No. Woo! Crendor has been Matt Damon this entire time. That'd be the, the worst reveal. The crowd would be like, where's Crendor? <laughs> and I'd be like, wow, that was Matt Damon? The entire time from episode one, you've always been Matt Damon. That's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy yeah well yep. what is our big news story of the day big news story of the day, uh, day switch it up day. on people <laughs> <laughs> okay we got a few but I gotta pick one we <laughs> we have Arizona homeowner finds snake curled up in a room where that's just Arizona Okay, we're moving on uh, from that one. We got T-Rex's race to photo finish at Washington State track. But it's mm. just people dressed up at T-Rex. Yeah, it's not real T-Rex's. That's not real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got flight delayed after bear escapes from crate and cargo hold. <laughs> That's a good one. That's the winner. That's the one. Hank the Tank. They thought they could control Hank the Tank. <laughs> Hank, 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 Hank. They thought they could control Hank. That's that almost is the plot of that one Nick Cage movie we watched. That kind of is, yeah, where he's like the safari guy. Yeah, where he's yeah. like, I gotta get this panther, or whatever it is. He's like, I gotta get it back. Yeah. And then it's taken over by terrorists. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, it was crazy. Got, and then the panther kills the terrorist in the end, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. And he's like. I was kind of like that panther the entire time. We're brothers, both cats out on the prowl. I think that's Ugh. how that movie went. That's pretty much it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone died except the one guy who was bit by a snake and they said he was going to die. That guy lived <laughs> just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Iraq's prime minister has ordered an investigation into how a bear escaped from its crate in the cargo hold of an Iraqi aircraft as it was due to depart from Dubai. It leaving... didn't even leave yet? Nope. Leaving passengers disgruntled over the delay and causing a stir on social media. Iraqi Airways said it wasn't to blame for the bear's escape and that the aircraft's crew worked with authorities in the United Arab Emirates, which dispatched specialists to sedate the animal and remove it from the plane. Iraqi Airways said Saturday that procedures to transport the bear were carried out in accordance with law and with procedures and standards approved by the IATA. Wait a minute. So there's like a whole, like, if you're going to transport a bear by plane, here are the rules. Yeah, but why How often the... do they transport bears by plane? Yeah, why are they doing that? Why, so like for why a zoo would they or do something? That? The airline said the bear was being flown from Baghdad to Dubai, but a person speaking on the video clip making the social media round suggested otherwise, saying the aircraft was an hour late for its trip to Baghdad and that the passengers were being asked to disembark until the issue was resolved. An Iraqi Airways official confirmed to the Associated Press on Sunday that the bear was, in fact, being transported to the Iraqi capital. The official, who spoke on condition of anonymity because he's not authorized to speak about the matters publicly, declined to name the animal's owner. Keeping predatory animals as pets in Iraq, especially in Baghdad, has become popular among the wealthy. <laughs> what the shit? 
Authorities have struggled to enforce legal provisions to protect wild animals. Baghdad's police have previously called on citizens to assist authorities in preventing such animals from being let loose on the city streets or ending up as exotic meals in restaurants by reporting such cases. Who's eating bear? I mean, as like a show of dominance, of course I need a bear. <laughs> I want I do it in front of other bears too, so they would know not to mess with me. Yeah. This also just sounds like a setup. They're just like citizens. Let us know if you see anything. Some guys are like they got a bear, and they're like kill him. Hundred <laughs> percent. I I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't uh, know that I transport a bear, but like maybe by train, or by boat, by car. Like yeah. truck, bear truck. But bear by plane, truck. I wouldn't transport like a cat by plane. I don't <laughs> That's know. True. That's too much. Better call the bear league. The, oh, well, the bear league knows a lot about taking care of bears. Although they let Hank the Tank down. That's true. Yeah, okay. <laughs> An upstate sanctuary with all the other bears. And they're all happy and having bear picnics. Teddy bear picnics upstate. Yeah, okay, you say that. We all know. They're doing investigations. They're like, where's the other Hanks? He's like, I ain't saying nothing. (laughs) We know there's more Hanks than just you. I'm not saying anything to you, cop. Waterboard him. (laughs) That's what's going on. Yeah, Hank the Tank is less a bear and more of a symbol now of freedom. I'm going to call the bear on the California flag Hank from now on. In honor of that hero, we encroached on his territory. Yeah. We're all, I imagine when they're like, there actually were multiple Hanks. I imagine it was like Spartacus when they were like, which one of you is Hank the Tank? And they're all like, I am Hank the Tank. <laughs> no, I am Hank the Tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we really have like, that's a good bit. That bit could that's last a for a bit. while. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Can I give you guys something real quick? Hell yes. What is this? <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you very much. It's me deadlifting. <laughs> I got a butterfly, which is very cool. Thank you. But what if the space butterfly was like also deadlifting? <laughs> What if he was also like flexing and shit? <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for coming to the show tonight. It has been an absolute pleasure to waste your time. Thank you very much. <laughs>